Well, hello again. This is the second podcast. It's been exactly seven days since I released my last podcast on Saga Space, although these are definitely not sagas in any way. But I've I've created a second one. This one is kind of the same tune as the first insofar that it seems to follow a single character and their thoughts on a single experience. So I'm not sure why that is the uh, the go-to for my creative mind, but that is certainly the theme I've been running into of late. We'll see if that continues. Hopefully I can go outside of the bounds and find some other unique experience I can write in or unique story I could write and tell and orate. Uh, this one is, uh, I don't know. It might not be so different. Um, maybe you'll like it. Maybe you won't. That's fine. I got an actual song that I think should be copyright free. Let's hope if this is eventually taken down, I guess we found out why. Again, I did the same method as last time. Just put on some headphones, listen to some nice music without any sort of special lyrics or anything, just tunes. And closed my eyes and wrote what I thought and wrote what I, what immediately came to mind. And that's what formed this week's episode, Sp- uh, Silent Walk. I almost said spacewalk. You'll probably figure out why I almost said spacewalk. So without further ado, it's only about a six and a quarter minute story with some music. Hopefully you like it. If you don't, it's fine. I got four downloads on the last episode. I think that's spectacular. The last story I ever did when I first created this was one download. So I'd say this is an improvement. So, thanks for listening, and here is Silent Walk. I... I wasn't expecting the silence. It came on me like an immense weight as I floated out here, and I felt a little foolish that such an obvious sensation should surprise me. It hadn't occurred to me until this point that, other than the sound of my own breath, I could hear absolutely nothing. This was my first tethered spacewalk outside of the station, and I felt incredibly small and alone. A sudden sense of dread threatened to swallow me as I really took in the complete absence of space surrounding me. In this weightless environment, I felt giddy, verging on extreme terror. The closest I've come to this is floating in the ocean. But even there, every sense is stimulated. From the physical water and blue skies, to the shapeless clouds above and salty, foaming green all around. Here though, here there was only vast darkness mixed with the dots of millions of stars surrounding me. A sea of weightlessness and void, and I, a minute drop of white. I caught myself holding my breath. So I sucked in 
I blew out with obvious tremors on my exhale. This was something else, all right. Incredible. Before heading out here, I had asked Warren to keep my comms closed so I could take in the experience uninterrupted. But I realized now that it was a bit too much for me. Don't get me wrong. I am well and truly appreciative of my fleeting existence in comparison to this environment. I just don't think the silence and my thoughts are working in alignment. I clicked the comms button and keyed over for Warren. Hey, War, do you mind syncing up some music for me? I, I think you are right. It's a tad too quiet out here for me. I heard a chuckle come over from the other <laughs> line, and Warren's voice clipped through, warming me with the presence of something out here in this lonely space. Sure, Reggie. I'll tune in some of the station's classical pieces to warm you right up. I told you it'd be right unnerving out there, but no, no, don't listen to Warren. He's just a big country blumpkin. I smiled. He'd warned me, but no amount of preparation could ready me for the truth. Music began to spill over the comm and fill my vacant audio senses. Bach, I think. I'm not sure which one, but it was pleasant enough for this experience. I'm sure composers of the 18th century weren't expecting their pieces to be played up here in the heavens to calm the nerves of a guy named Reginald three centuries in the future. I hope it could make Bach elated, knowing his work could still be enjoyed and experienced in such a foreign environment as this. It certainly warmed my soul having something play with this speaker to distract my mind from this literal, endless abyss surrounding me. I'd launched up a week ago, after years of training, preparation, and, of course, a lifetime of study to fulfill the requirements of being an astronaut. It had culminated in this most recent mission to the station to conduct additional biomedical research in near-zero-G environments. It was work that I had devoted myself to in order to experience this very moment, something beyond the dreams of my friends and family, something only a handful of folks would ever be able to accomplish in this generation at least. Warren was kind enough to allow this walk within a week of my arrival, since there's always something in need of checking or repairing on the station to keep things in tip-top shape. I had accomplished that task already and was now floating out here, hundreds of feet away, a white speck in a bowl of stars attached by a thin safety line, with Bach blasting over the comms to reassure my now slowing heart rate. I didn't feel at peace, nor did I feel utterly stupefied or amazed. You know, like in that way a kid feels on Christmas, I have that slightly disappointed feeling adults get on Christmas, but mixed with a roller coaster feeling. So not necessarily fully disappointed or utterly happy, but more surprisingly enthralled at my predicament, with a hint of worry coursing through me. If, if that makes any sense. The time on my watch reads 11 minutes. I was only supposed to be out here for 10 minutes max. I look out again at the eerie expanse. Up, down, all around. Unsettled, but amazed. Then look back at the station. A fragmented collage of tubes stuck together to form a habitable zone for myself and those currently residing on board. It was a large station if I were to float beside it but from here, it seems so minuscule. I looked toward Earth and laughed. 
Yeah, you really are a marble on a black field, I murmured to myself. I felt mournful, surprisingly, knowing the end of my walk was coming up, but I knew it wouldn't be my last. I called Warren back up. Okay, War. I, I guess you can reel me back in. Roger that, Reggie. Hold on tight. I smiled, knowing that the closest thing to hold was the railing on the station far behind me. As I felt the tether begin to pull me back, I continued to stare into the expanse. With Bach playing and the feeling of movement on my back, I began to relax. And suddenly this didn't feel so bad after all. Don't get me wrong, though. Next time, I'm definitely bringing some tunes. <laughs>